Happy Hump Day. Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. Finally back in the friendly confines of my own home. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, look at his Betsports 2019 Cappers Weekend shirt. Look at that. That's a fun it's one. It's like a bet slip. That was, yeah. the, that was how we did it. That was pretty cool. So, Mr. yeah. Mahler, back. how are you? Oh, I stayed up late talking to some people after the Calcutta. I'm excited. I'm probably going to like the fact that my sleep schedule's F now, maybe a good thing. Similar to the Aussie Open, we have, you know, overnight golf instead of overnight tennis. This is always a little bit, you get used to it with tennis because it's like there's European, there's the Asian swing, you have all kinds of this, but with golf, it's not that often. So yeah, the open is going to be a little different. I will be adjusting my sleep schedule accordingly. But like I said the other day, I do like that the rounds are over and I have all afternoon to kind of pick through the, the next round's daily plays. Although like it does, it does not afford you any leeway as far as tomorrow. If you are in a one and done, if you are in DFS and you've reserved a spot or you have a lineup, you're not hundred percent sure with yet, really maybe like set yourself an alarm because some of these tournaments, people that wake up early enough and I get up at like five every day, like almost any tournament in the U S if I'm up at five, I can still get a one and done or a DFS lineup in. This is not the case this week. So really, really double check that shit because this stuff start golf starts in like five hours or something. I don't know. I'm not a hard person. How that soon? How the te- the time zones exactly work? But golf starts soon. So yeah, I'm pumped. NBA playoffs go on. The NBA finals go on. Really good tennis turn or golf tournament. Not great tennis tournaments. Although Dan and I were discussing Newport off the air. Newport's kind of a fan favorite. Newport's fun. Newport's fun, but uh, yeah, game game number four tonight. Similar lines to game three. We talked about this the other day, but uh, we still have our boosted bet. You can get a hundred bucks down on this. That is the limit, but it is big free, and it's basically Devin Booker. Will he make every free throw in game four or not? Will he miss one? And you can see my little head down there has picked no. I'm on the no. I will be riding that just math wise. Like we, I think we went over it yesterday. What was 72 minus five, 67 games he played. Something like that. And yeah. He was perfect in 24 of them. So, I mean, if you take the big sample like that, even if you throw in the playoffs, it's much more likely that he will have a game with the myth. So I'll go with the no, I'll ride the math. Obviously it'd probably go like five for five, but hopefully wonder... he gets, the more he gets hacked, the better. So hopefully I wonder if there's a way to play this on the prop markets too. Like just play an Let's... over point total and hopefully he gets fouled a lot or something too. That's what I was thinking. I wonder like if, if we're in the finals now and you can find even free throw props. So take like his free throw attempts under and then play the no. So if he goes under, you know, well, he probably goes perfect. You know, at least you, you hit the under if you lose your no. Conversely, if he goes over, there's probably a good chance he misses. Although I guess that leaves you with a weird Polish middle. It does leave you with a weird free throw Polish middle. I'm not sure I like any of this now. I'm scared. Although it, ideally he goes like one. There's a way to cover this off. Yeah. Well, ideally he goes and it's yeah again it's a hundred dollar prop bet. Don't don't overthink it. Um, I'm gonna ride the note. Did you have any plays tonight? Or are you gonna be live betting the game? I think it's just gonna be live betting, and I'm still really confused by this particular line. Um, you know, I know that there was a huge adjustment. You know, game two in Phoenix, we were looking at the Suns minus five, almost five and a half. 
And then they go to Milwaukee and we close around bucks minus four, minus four and a half. We're looking at a nine, 10 point adjustment. And they open this line exactly the same, which generally they do. Whatever the previous line yeah. closes, that's basically what the opener is going to be. And I'm still kind of perplexed. I mean, maybe this is the first series in the history of the NBA, Andy, where home point is worth five to six points per game. I don't know. Um, but that's kind of what the market's telling us. And I mean, we saw last game, the Bucks covered every number, every single number you probably could have bet on the Bucks. I think got covered. I thought about maybe doing that again tonight, but I mean, I don't think Phoenix is going to kind of, not that they quit in the fourth quarter, but they really sort of took their foot off the gas there. It's, I'm going to watch the first quarter, kind of see how things shake out here. Again, I've been trying to bet unders this series, which luckily I didn't do last game. Um, so, you know, we'll see how that goes. But I think I'm going to try to accrue hopefully some live unders if they have a fast start here. And then just look to see, you know, is Milwaukee making shots? Because if they are, then maybe go in and try to back them. Conversely, if Phoenix looks, you know, if Milwaukee looks a little out of sorts, maybe we get some nice plus money on Phoenix. So sure. it's just too hard for me to figure out pregame. Yeah. And I mean, being up 2-0 is a lot different than being up 2-1. How you approach that second half, how you approach that fourth quarter. Like, yeah, they didn't roll over. They didn't give up, but they did those things eventually a little quicker than you would now with a 2-1 lead. So maybe a good uh, uh, second half to get involved live. I probably will. I won't have too much here. Maybe some player props I'll play later. Just other people's stuff that's better than mine. Because that's how the NBA works for me. I just play other people's things. I don't follow it close enough. Although I am betting, you know, obviously the no. I want him to not make all his free throws. I'm riding with that. I'll be more interested this week, like I just talked about, in the golf. I might even have played a Barbasol play, which I'm just going to say it. I did make a Barbasol play. I played Seamus Power to win it. Somebody had him fifth favorite. He's favorite at some books. So Seamus Power bonus, not even on the screen. This We're not going to have a graphic for this. I just am throwing it out from my brain because I did bet this a little Something like 22, 24 to one, I think somewhere. So Seamus Power to win the Barbasol. Maybe I'm, I did talk to Dan about this off air. There are places that will let you parlay uh, the winner of the Barbasol, the winner of the Open. Maybe a Seamus Spieth, 400 to one-ish kind of thing. I don't know. We'll look into that. But I did play some round one stuff. And again, this starts, I mean, literally it does kind of start, in, what, like 12, 14 hours, something like this. I'm not sure when the very first tea times are. The early tea times are, if they're at 8 local, it would be like 2 a.m. Central. So getting there, it'll be overnight here. I played a couple of juicy favorites. I actually laid a half stroke with uh, Keegan Bradley, but off the top there, Chez Revi, not 100% sure on that one, over Brant Snedeker, Todd over Matt Jones. Matt Jones has been a thorn in my side, but I have him pretty low here. Um, Keegan Bradley, another guy, I think I actually did play him top 20. I'll probably have him top 30, top 40 as well over Matthias Schwab. Who's a guy I like, but hasn't played all that well in my mind lately. Scotty Scheffler, Mr. Texas over Will Zalatoris. I'm not excited about Zalatoris in this one. I'd like to look at his two miss cut prop as well. So I'll be, might be fading him a couple different ways here. I have some full tournament head to heads. That'll be out in blog form later this afternoon. Uh, Cantley guy. I'm looking to back uh, Tony Fino might play well. I've had some people that liked him. I do not this week. So Patrick Cantley over Tony Fino and Kucher. It's Max home over the cheapskate getting a decent price here too. Minus 105, actually the dog, because a lot of places put 20-cent lines on these. So 
Kuchar's minus 115, so I'm getting Homa as a dog here. I like that quite a bit. And, yeah, Kyle says he thinks I'm making up some of these golf names, but you should have been there last <laughs> night. Some of these guys who are in the open, I have never heard of, like straight-up Euro lifers or amateurs. So Bradley number, where was that found? I think that's a bet, Chris, number. I'm going to have to double-check. But, uh, yeah, I found those this morning, both of those probably in the offshore markets, um, unless it was bet online, one or the other, bet online or bookmaker, I think, for all of those this morning. And that's, yeah, that's it for now. The Bradley, yeah, the, and the it. Bradley number is just in case you didn't Only six. see it on there, it is laying a half stroke. So, it, you know, this is not a straight up money line. This is, he has to win this. If they draw, you lose because Bradley over Schwab is probably minus 135 in a lot of markets. And like I said, I will have a bunch more out later in blog form. If you want, you can see me shoot a fucking 55 last night on the course. Played very well. A couple eagle putts sunk. That's what you need to break a course record. Uh, tennis. It's raining here. Noobs. Is it raining in oh, France again? It's raining. I don't think so. It looks like they're playing today. We've got a bunch of stuff. We'll start again. I, I'm not, still not sure if this is Europe. I can't tell if, if Budapest is in Europe. I don't think so. I'm not sure. Or maybe it just decides. Maybe it depends on where you're from. But we'll start with a parlay here. There are two women who I like as favorites here. Um, Anna Karolina Schmedlova is going to play Dama Golfi. Golfi is a local player, um, very talented, a young enough comer. But I think a veteran like Schmedlova here is, is being underpriced at minus 185. I see some value. Um, I've got that out to like minus 200. Now, Dan says Budapest is in Europe. But I don't know how he can decide that. I think... I think Bulgaria is in Europe. Is that even, is it Bulgaria? Hungary. Oh, Hungary. no, I'm Hungary. thinking of a wholly different Hung country. He's right. It's yeah, if you're thinking Europe. of right. Turkey, I think you're thinking of Constantinople. I don't know where I am anymore. Not what it's called. But anyway, Anna Karolina Shmedlova, again, you can find her. Her money line's minus 185. Um, so instead of laying the juice, going to put her together with Aleksandra Sasnovich. Sasnovich playing um, Panna Udvardi. Um you know, Udvardi, again, another player who's been in nice form, has been playing quite a bit, but Sashnovich, just generally the more talented player here, I think, you know, again, getting a little underpriced in her second uh, clay match since grass season. Put the two of them together, you should get right around plus 150. You know, again, you could play these straight up if you want. They're good DFS plays, but, you know, instead of laying minus 185 and minus 165 myself in matches where, again, I have it minus 200 and, you know, minus 180 or so, put them together and we get a nice plus 150. So I like that. We'll start with a parlay, Andy. Mandy won the other day. This was an underdog we backed and won. What was her price in the first round? It's like plus 215, plus 220. It actually moved yeah. a little against us. So if you waited, I think you could have got like a plus 230, plus 240 even. And yes, Miss Mandy Manella was a winner, a two to one, a better underdog. And right back to the well. But yeah, is the market dumb? Or you, I'm, I'm Alex, and I'm smarter than the market. This week. That's that's generally what it is, Andy. I mean, that's what it is to be a professional better, right? Um, yeah. Mandy Manella plus four forty here. Again, I have this in like the plus three hundred or so range. She is playing a very talented player. Tamara Zadancic is someone that I love to back on clay tournaments. She was a semifinalist at the French Open. Just a really talented player. But you know, Manella looked good to me today. She's starting to get herself into some form. And if, again, like I said, last time we made this bet yesterday, 
if she continues to play like this, she should be again in maybe the in the plus 300s, not the plus 400. So happy to take another grab here. Again, just a half unit at this big number because I'm you know, not really sure if she is going to continue to be in form, if maybe fatigue at some point is going to catch up. That is one of the toughest parts about coming back from injury, not just finding your ability to play tennis, but being in tennis shape. So with all that in mind, still like the number, still going to make a play here at about half unit against Tamara Zidane. Yeah, four to one, I'm in. I mean, I'm just going to spend my other Manila money on this. Not all of it, certainly, because we won decent there. Um, this is her real name. The pride of Rockhampton, Australia. Storm, Storm Sanders. Storm Sanders. You know what, I'll have, to put, have Dan start putting the full name there just for fun. Just for, only for Storm. Tennis is great. We, someday we need to get Storm Sanders versus Hurricane Tiger Black. And yes, Hurricane Tiger Black is someone's legal name. I've actually seen a picture of the birth certificate. I think her sister's name is Lightning or something. Her parents were very creative. But Storm Sanders here, again, a, a young player who has been great value this year. She has really stepped up her game and is you know, really on an ascension curve above and beyond anything that we've seen from her before. Happy to back her at even money against Nurio Parisas Diaz. Um, Diaz, a player, I think, giving a, getting a lot of credit for her good run on clay here. She didn't really do much during the grass season, kind of played some smaller clay events. And I think the market is still just kind of following that and, and looking at that versus we're in Prague here. We're on the hard courts. This is not clay. This is not where Perez Diaz is generally at her best. So happy to take Storm Sanders here. Even money. I have her up to minus 125, almost minus 130. So a nice edge here for me. I'm in on all this. I kind of have the shakes. Like I'm not a full D-Gen, <laughs> but we haven't been betting a lot lately because it's, it's <clears throat> you know, hockey was over. I had some hockey futures. I was laying puck lines in a bunch of those. We don't have, I don't get too deep into baseball. Obviously basketball is pretty much done. Baseball took a hiatus even though from anything I wanted to do there. So I am probably in on all that tennis today. And today marks day. It's win. It is Wednesday, right? I didn't do this a day early or something. No, it is Wednesday. It's win total Wednesday. I'm going to start getting more into it's football time. It is time for football. If you follow the deep dive, we've already done one preview. We're going to be doing another tonight. I'm not going to get too in depth on these because obviously we do like 45 minutes on each team. Once we do the deep dive previews, but my first one outside of the Raiders, I did fade the Raiders already. Maybe it's all the West coast teams I'll be against, but Arizona Cardinals, Shop around on this. You can find some closer to minus 110, minus 120 on the under eight and a half, but anything in that range or under eight at a plus number, I have set their wins around 7.2, 7.3. There's a lot of reasons to hate the Cardinals, especially if you watch the second half of last season. It's like a couple teams started to figure them out, and naturally one of them was the Patriots. Patriots figure people out all the time, no matter how bad that team is. They still have a very smart coaching staff, and it was just downhill from there. Everybody just dropped into this zone. It's kind of like all the knocks that people put on Lamar Smith, except they're real for Kyler Murray. Like you drop into this coverage zone, and his runs don't work. Everybody's kind of blanketed, nobody's open, and all of a sudden, this stupid, you know, air raid offense just doesn't work against weird like this thing that worked in the big 12 where defenses are horrible doesn't work against nfl head coaches really? NFL defensive coordinators after a couple of years so you know I for I, one adding, 
adding Hopkins was huge, and they they had some nice games. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm against the Cardinals this year. I'm closer to I'm thinking like seven and ten, eight and eleven season. Still gonna take a long time for me to get used to those two numbers adding up to how many wins a team will have. So and God, hopefully they have a tie again. I think the Cardinals were tie happy over the past few years. They have at least one. So yeah. Arizona Cardinals under eight and a half wins. The schedule's not in their favor either. Depending where you look, they have either a top five or top ten hardest schedule based on a couple people's numbers. Not going to be easy playing in their division with the other teams they play on top of things, which if I look real quick, I believe, yeah, they have Cleveland away. They have Green Bay coming in. They have, I mean, just the end of the season is uh, Indy, Dallas, Seattle. If any of those offense, if Indy's offense is anywhere near what it could be, I suppose, if you do believe in some Carson wins, that could be a tough one even at home. But between the divisional teams and then, yeah, they start out with Tennessee on the road. Not a great schedule for them. So Cardinals under eight and a half to start this. I will have another one next week, probably on Wednesday. That's more Wednesdays. and we got plenty of teams to pick here, Andy. So and I already yeah, talked about one. We talked about the Raiders a while ago. So we've got two yeah. on the board. Yeah, adding. I'm just adding to my portfolio. I don't have a ton in it yet, so I will be. I'll be playing more win totals this year, not for not for a lot, but uh, I don't like having these outside of like my Raiders one. But you know, I, I played them early last year. I had the Cowboys over. I get yep. the best of the number by like, like I would say I think it was like fifteen percent. Yeah. It was a lot and never had a chance. Too many injuries. So I do, I do like unders in these, you know, if, if somebody, I don't wish injuries on anyone, but if you have an under injuries are your friend. So, um, yeah, let's close it out with, uh, the, a picture of a Yeti with some words telling you that you can get this Yeti simply by signing up for WinBet. go over to at that spurts on Twitter. All the details are there. All the links are there. There's a bunch of States you can sign up. Somebody in the chat just said, what's the Raiders one. I played the Raiders under a couple different times. Um, they're gonna be bad. Sign up for win bets, get your free account, $500 risk free bet. Just send me a slip, not me personally, please don't, but send it to someone here at BetSpurts. Literally anyone else, literally anyone to read. Me. I'm not, don't, don't do that either. Send it, send it, to, <laughs> send it to Matt. The details at BetSpurts, make your risk free bet, send us the slip that you did, and we'll get you a Yeti. That's all there is to it, and that's all there is to this today, Alex. Good luck with all your tennis, man. Thank you, sir. See you guys tomorrow.